The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Use promo code SGP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, February 16th, currently 1040 on the East Coast. And joining me to break down everything in the NBA over the past two nights, as well as break down the Wednesday night schedule, is my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this Wednesday evening, brother? Man, the Knicks suck. <laughs> Ooh, the Knicks suck really bad. It's a bad basketball team right there. Yeah, yeah I, feel, I feel sorry for whoever's fans of those guys. I I feel I feel your pain. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I have room on the couch for you where the Rockets suck, and I'll, I'll make a seat for you where the Knicks suck. So come join me on the couch there, buddy. <laughs> well, I think I think I was already there though. I, the the Rockets have not sucked for as long as the Knicks suck. So I That's think true. I was already there, and I made a space for you on the couch. <laughs> well, last year you were off the couch. Last year your team was doing pretty good last season, but then yeah, they kind of came back to earth. Uh, this was I season. off the couch? I, wasn't I think you did make the playoffs. I wasn't off the couch. I didn't, but I wasn't off the couch. I feel like all last season I was still bagging on the Knicks no matter how good they were. Uh, fair I enough, yeah. It. And for good reason, because look at where we're at now. You know, 12th seed in the Eastern Conference. Uh, about two and a, I mean, they're not too far out from playing, but they're not making a play They're not getting in over Atlanta, Charlotte, Brooklyn, Toronto, Boston. They're not getting in a play-in over those guys. So, yes. Yeah, it's about a, about a done season for them. Yeah, they look like they're headed to the lottery as well. Obviously, the Rockets are headed well on their way there. But um, let's start with our picks from when the sorry Monday and and then I'll recap my picks and Zach's picks from Tuesday. Uh, we took it on the chin a little bit. Uh, Monday was really a weird day. I think the books really and I tweeted this. I think the books like really cleaned up uh, on Monday in the NBA, but. Um, you had Warriors minus six against the Clippers and Clippers got the outright victory there by 15 points. And then you took the Rockets staying on brand to fade the Utah Jazz. Utah absolutely crushes the Houston Rockets um, in that game. I think it was by like 20 something points, uh, sorry, 34 points. Um, and then my picks weren't much better either. I had the over in the Raptors and Pelicans over 223. 
Pelicans did their part in this game. They put up 120, but just a bad shooting night for the Toronto Raptors. Um, and that one fell short by about 13 points. And then also took the Detroit Pistons against the Wizards. Uh, not only did they not cover, but they also obviously lost the game outright uh, to the Washington Wizards. Uh, so 0 for 4 there. But uh, last night between myself and Zach, we bounced back a little bit. We went uh, 3 out of 4. I had, um, let's see, yeah. uh, I had the Grizzlies minus a two and a half. And that was before the news of John Morant being out, like right before game time came out. Uh, but nonetheless, they got the job done uh, against the Pelicans, 121-109. And uh, me and Zach uh, took uh, the Atlanta Hawks when this number opened up as dogs. But even if you bet it when they were a favorite, they took care of business against the Cavs. 124 to 116, I believe. So a nice bounce back day there for me. And then Zach had the Suns minus 12 and a half against the Clippers. And you know, we've got to give credit to the Clippers, uh, Terrell. They've been playing, um, they've been playing competitive basketball. I guess we can say that, especially with not without having their uh, two superstars in Kawhi Leonard and um Paul George. But it's a new day, it's it's Wednesday. There's a lot of games before teams get into the all-star break here. So hopefully we can bounce back on this Wednesday night. Uh, anything you want to recap over the last two nights that you saw Terrell um, as far as these games that happened? No, no, I'm good. I'm, it, it's just, a, it was an ugly, a ugly, ugly night. And it was a lot of, and I think it's just because Super Bowl, and I'm almost yeah. positive it's a mistake I won't let happen again and mm-hmm. just going to kind of chalk after the Super Bowl, especially when, you know, the favorite wins and the Super Bowl where it kind of goes basically on script a little bit. Yeah. And Bengals plus four Rams money line. Mm-hmm. It's probably a really, really good time. Cause I know the bit like, that's a lot of money that, that cashed. It was a lot of people on the Bengals plus four is a lot of people that was on the Rams. So I think that's a mistake I'm not going to let happen again. Just allow myself to go too, too chalk after mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Probably won't even really bet too much after the Super Bowl. Just kind of want to let things play out. But yeah. if I do go after the Super Bowl, it'd be contrarian. It'd be a contrarian type of night. Something just kind of play around with. Nothing really too serious. No serious betting going on because there's no reason the Milwaukee Bucks should have lost that game. Even with Giannis out, there's no yeah. reason they should have lost that game. That's ridiculous. So. There's yeah. uh, things to, things to consider, and you know anybody can get up any night. We always know that, but mm-hmm. th- that was a night I feel like we could have had back. But it's all good. Yeah, I mean, it was a, we saw a run of um, favorites covering over the last two weeks at, at a very very high rate, and I think the dogs went six and three against the spread on Monday, the day after the Super Bowl. And I think last night they uh, it was pretty even three three and one across the board. If I if I check that correctly, but. Um, yeah, I think that it was a very weird night, but it's just one night in the NBA. You know, we're going to bounce back here on Wednesday night. So let's do this, Terrell. Let's take a uh, quick break here. We'll come back and then we'll dive into the Wednesday night schedule here in the NBA. We're brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Louisiana, and New York. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Be on the lookout for WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving away larger payout opportunity. Sign up today to receive a special offer. 
Bet $10, win $200. Download, bet, win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is back as a sponsor for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and I am super excited to announce Manscaped Launcher Ultra Premium Collection. Guys, believe it or not, it's for your not-so-private parts. I'm talking about the rest of your body. I'm talking about a leveled-up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for everyday man and covers you from head to toe literally. Manscaped is trusted below the belt, the waist. Now trust them with the rest of you. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with promo code SG. We all know how essentially the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. I got it, I loved it, and their advanced skin safe technology reduced cuts for your most delicate areas. But now we're taking it to the next level with Manscaped, guys. Oh boy, for perfect grooming routine with the Ultra Premium Collection. This package includes Manscaped Premium Deodorant, not just for your balls, but it's for them stanky armpits. This deodorant dries clear, is aluminum free, and sp- smells like their signature scent. Hydrating body moisturizer. Have tattoos or issues with dry skin? Look guys, we all do. Let's take care of it. It's designed to keep skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. You have that special person in your life. You want to look good. You want to smell good. And you don't want to have dry hands. Trust me. And also their body wash. Lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. They have a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step. Plus, Manscaped is throwing in a free gift, a pack of three set of lip balms that's made with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and some special oils to keep them chappers feeling moist. Nobody wants to kiss a cactus, guys. So get in, get into the Manscaped Ultra Premium Collection. That's four products, a gift, like I just mentioned. What a hell of a score. All these products are crucially free. They're vegan friendly and dye free. The best ingredients with zero compromise. And I recommend going in this order. So first, hop into the shower, scrub a dub dub that body down, get all that nasty stuff off of you with that Manscaped body wash. Lather up your hair with that two-in-one shampoo and conditioner to keep your noggin toggin dry off and spray on that hydrating body moisture to reinvigorate that dry skin. Look guys, I know we all get dry skin. Let's take care of it and let's put on that Manscaped deodorant but like I said, them stinky ass armpits, nobody likes a stinky man. So pop that Manscaped lip balm on and man, telling you guys, the ladies are going to be wanting to jump on you. So head over to Manscaped.com. Use promo code SGP. Not only will we get 20% off of your order, but also free shipping worldwide. Promo code SGP. That's 20% off free shipping with SGP at Manscaped.com only. The power of attraction is now in a bottle. Thanks to Manscaped. All right, coming off of the break here, let's dive into this Wednesday night schedule with the first game on the board. We have the Atlanta Hawks headed to Florida to take on the Orlando Magic. 
where the Atlanta Hawks opened up as a five and a half point favorite. That number is now up to minus six. Total in this game opened up at 226 and a half. That number is up to 229. Starting to see some 229s and a hop, 229 and a halves pop up checking the injury report uh atlanta hawks have not submitted one yet because they did play last night against the Cavs, where they did get the victory and for the orlando magic the uh usual suspects are out uh including mo wagner is also out for this game uh for the orlando magic but franz wagner is going to be playing uh let me check the ats numbers for the atlanta i was about to say atlanta falcons atlanta hawks on back-to-back situations they are three and seven against the spread on back-to-back situations, five and five on the total. Uh, Terrell, let's start with the side here, bud. Uh, Atlanta Hawks minus six going into Orlando tonight. Hmm. This is going. So the Hawks have been playing okay. I'm just so hesitant. Like, everything is just making me hesitant with, you know, coming into coming into this, you know, All-Star break. Like, everybody's looking ahead of the All-Star. I'm very concerned about, you know, players' workloads and getting ready to get that break. And I'm not 100% certain everybody's going to be all in. Mm-hmm. However, this Atlanta team has to put wins together. Yeah. This Atlanta team has to. I, could, I can see – Orlando kind of just cruising about to, you know, about to get on the all-star break. I'm not sure that uh, Jamal Mosley will let them. He's a pretty good coach and likes to get the most out of his players, but mm-hmm. Atlanta has to string wins together. They have to because they're fighting for this play-in spot, and, and of course they want to move up from 10 and get a home play-in game at the very least, but Washington's on their tail. Toronto, Charlotte ahead of them isn't going to be easy. They've lost to Toronto twice recently. And I'm just looking at what Trey Young is doing, and Trey Young's absolutely balling right now. Trey Young is the only person in the league who is top five in assists and top five in points. Mm-hmm. The only one. Yeah. There's no one else. And so in a very strong win against the against the Cavs where – they look, they look solid. Like they look really, really good. Now coming on a road trip before. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm concerned about is the rebounding aspect for the Magic, and can the Magic overpower Clint Capella? Mm-hmm. And the defensive intensity that is going, you're going to get out of this Hawks team, especially with is Herder playing? Uh, Kevin Herder, Herder is in, I believe. Herder. Let me check if he played last night as well. I see him in the starting lineup listed for today. Uh, let me see last night here quickly for you. Um, Kevin Herter last night. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he played. Like, oh, yeah, he played thir- 31 minutes, 13 points. So it's. I think I like the I like the Hawks here because this is a spot that they have to get up for. They have to get up for this spot. You have to go in here and you have to try to get a convincing win and go into the All Star break getting closer and closer to 500. Mm-hmm. And. The Magic, while they are closing games, they typically lose around that eight to nine mark. You know, when they're yeah. when they're playing when they're playing competitively and they're mm-hmm. getting after games, they kind of lose around that eight or nine mark. It's probably a few free throws that push us over. I'm gonna take the Hawks minus the points here. I don't like it because I think I don't think these two teams are 
dra- like I don't think the Magic are as bad as everybody say they are. They're really not. They have yeah. outside of Cole Anthony, who does have a terrible shooting uh, percentage, mm-hmm. but they still have somebody that can slash, get to the bucket, score, and facilitate in Jalen Suggs. Mm-hmm. It is a gnat that is trying to kill me. Holy <laughs> crap. Did you see it? Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. It was a gnat that was literally, yeah, it was fucking with me the whole time I was trying to talk. I couldn't even get my words out. All right, where was I at? Sorry for that interruption. Back to yes, Jalen Suggs is a Jalen yeah. Suggs is a baller. Mm-hmm. You have Mo Bamba who's finally coming into his own and he's playing like the draft pick everybody thought he was going to be. Wendell Carter has made it work in Orlando. Is way better situation for him than what was in Chicago. It just wasn't a right fit for him, and they just never could get it going. They I don't even think they were really all bought into developing him. To be honest, sure. And then uh, you got. Mm-hmm. A Go smash ahead. rookie pick and friends and friends Wagner. So this Magic team can ball. I like what the Magic have going on. You still have Gary Harris and Terrence Ross coming off the bench, which is really really good. But they just fold closer towards the end of games. And mm-hmm. I think that this isn't large enough to be a double digit spread, but it's enough where I think the Hawks can cover this rather easily towards the end with some free throws. Yeah, this is already the fourth or yeah the fourth and final matchup uh, between these two teams. This season, um, obviously being in the same division, I'm quickly trying to pull up what the head-to-head uh, record has been so far this season. And uh, let's go back to November 15th. Atlanta Hawks won that game, sorry, by four points. Uh, December 15th, uh, Atlanta Hawks won that game by 12 points. And the last game. Uh, in Atlanta, Orlando won that game uh, on Atlanta's home floor by six points. So, uh, fourth and final matchup here. I think you hit the you hit the nail on the head, Terrell. That this is a point uh, where teams like Atlanta that need to get wins, especially when they where they are in the standings in the Eastern Conference, that they have to pile up these wins and kind of build that momentum going into the second half of the or carry that momentum into the All Star break. And coming out of the all-star break, hey, you know, we know what's in front of us. Well, we know what we have to do to get into the playoffs or into the play-in tournament or make a run for that, even that sixth seed. I mean, there they are six games back. But knowing that Washington is only a half a game behind you in the standings for that play-in tournament spot, um, you're right that they got to kind of, you know, pile up these wins here. And uh, I like Atlanta in this spot as well. This may be a good money line parlay piece for the Atlanta Hawks here tonight against the Orlando Magic. Um, but coming off of last night um, with that victory over the Cavs, I think that was a big victory for them as well. I quickly, I also, also want to mention the Orlando Magic in divisional games straight up this season are 2-10. and ten. Um, Oh, shit. Yeah, a win-loss. Uh, and I think they're, I think it's at 6-6 six and six against the spread. So maybe a good money line parlay piece here. I will lean with the uh, Atlanta Hawks as well. I would have liked this around 5, uh, around that number. But I will lean with the Hawks. Maybe I will probably use this as a money line parlay piece, though, uh, for this game. Any thoughts on this total here, Terrell, of uh, 229? 229, I'm leaning towards – I'm leaning towards the over. Leaning towards the over. I think it's a competitive basketball game. I really don't think either team is slowing down either team at all really Mm -hmm. too much. And I just think that the Hawks are going to have a little bit too much firepower for them the three-point shooting can get really, really hot when it wants to get hot. And adding uh, Gallinari into that starting lineup Mm -hmm. really opens the door and really just 
creates for so much more scoring, so much more scoring, and then having Bogdanovich and even Lou Will still coming off the bench. That's gonna that's gonna add to it and just be I feel like just a little too much for the magic to handle, but this could be a close one. Don't be surprised if I flip and I go magic plus the points if it this line grows any much more. Yeah, Orlando Magic are number twenty two in opponent three point shots allowed at round close to fourteen and Atlanta's a little worse. They're allowing opponents to shoot uh, for or allow 14.2 makes per contest over their last five games here. So well below average, kind of that bottom tier of three-point shooting. So um, yeah, lean towards the over in this game as well. Um, anything else for this game, Terrell, before we move on? No, no, let's go. All right, let's get over to the next game, the first game of the doubleheader on the four-letter network. We have the Brooklyn Nets uh, staying in New York, <laughs> headed to Madison Square Garden. To take on the Knicks, where the Knicks opened up as a five-point favorite. That number has come down to around four and a half. Uh, starting to see some fours pop up. Uh, total opened up at 217 and a half. That number's at 217. Check the injury report for both of these teams. Obviously, no Kyrie Irving because they are in the state of New York. Um, Joe Harris, obviously, Joe Harris, no Kevin Durant, no Ben Simmons yet. For the New York Knicks, uh, RJ Barrett is out for this game with a left ankle sprain. Nerlens Noel is also out for this game with a sore left foot. Um, Terrell, let's start with the side here, but uh, we have the New York Knicks favored by, let's call it four and a half over the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not taking the Knicks double into going into two possessions. I'm not betting the Knicks going into possessions. It's just, I don't care who the Nets trot out there. I honestly don't. It's probably a good time to fade them. They just got that win over Mm -hmm. the Kings and snapped that losing streak. Yeah, I'm not laying. I'm not laying two possessions with the Knicks. I'm not. I don't care how bad the team is. I'm not laying two possessions with the Knicks anymore. I just don't trust that team. They're they're not good. They're not good, and they also even struggle at home ATS wise. Yeah, which leads me to believe to believe that I don't want to take them even more. <laughs> they're they're decent, you know, on the back end as a home favorite, mm-hmm. ten and eleven. Yeah. But it's not good. I don't feel like I like that. You know, 13-16 overall, it's not good. And I don't know what I'm getting out of anybody. What am I getting out of Kimball Walker? What am I getting out of Julius Randle? Because it seems like Julius Randle can only play when he's on the fucking road. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what, what am I getting out of Julius Randle any, any given night? I don't know if I'm if I'm getting the best production out of the be- out of every single player. If I'm getting the best production that they can give me all year, then it's a it's a no brainer that the Knicks should win this game. Absolute no brainer. Yeah. But when you look at a game before where they let OKC come in here and score one twenty seven, and yes, Evan Fournier had a great game. Yes, Julius Randle had a great game. Am I going to get that every single night from those players? I don't know. I don't I, I don't trust that I'm going to. I don't. I like the Knicks may win. I wouldn't be surprised if they let the Nets hang around and they have to come back from behind and they win this one in the last couple minutes of the game and they don't get over two possessions. Give me the Nets and the points. I will, I will blindly take the Nets and the points here. Yeah, I locked the Nets up last night uh, when they when this number opened up. I think it, on win bet at six and a half and also saw a couple of books around five and a half as well. 
Uh, two things that kind of re- or stood out to me. Number one, what uh, Bruce Brown kind of said after their victory over the Sacramento Kings the other night. Now, I don't know it was the Sacramento Kings, but you didn't have your three, two and a half, one and a half best player out there between Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons. And he said that, quote, what Bruce Brown said after the game was, the locker room is just a great, great vibe in there right now. I don't know what it is. Everything just shifted after the trade deadline. Everybody likes everybody. It's just great. And another thing for uh, statistical wise, at least that, you know, we just talked about the three point shooting between Atlanta and Orlando. New York is uh, right down there with Atlanta at rank number 26. They're allowing 14.2 makes per contest. And, you know, you have a team that's coming in here that has some pretty decent three point shooters between Patty Mills and, and Seth Curry. Um, and I think the big thing for the um, Brooklyn Nets is that you have Andre Drummond that's going to be starting in this game as well. So, Look for him to have a, maybe a possibly a big rebounding night. I mean, who knows? We might get a 20-20 night out of Andre Drummond here tonight uh, against the New York Knicks. And again, like you mentioned with the Atlanta Hawks trail, that Brooklyn, they're another team that needs to pile up the wins. As crazy as that, uh, that's, that sounds to say this season, they are in that eighth spot right now in that play-in tournament. They're at 30-27. and 27. They won their first game post-trade deadline without you know James Harden and Kind of again, like Atlanta, having that momentum going into the All Star break, coming out of the All Star break, where we possibly do get Kevin Durant back. Um, we don't know when Ben Simmons is going back, but I think again that the whole frustration, the whole drama that was between James Harden and Kyrie and Kevin Durant, that's in the past now. Uh, so I think they just want to come out of here and play basketball. And I think, like you mentioned, that number one broken with a chip on their shoulder and now new york knees that have not been playing well at home at home this season or even overall for the season i think brooklyn can come in here at least stay within the number so i already took brooklyn last night um so uh, yeah I, i'll co-sign the uh, brooklyn plus the points here tonight as well uh anything else for this game do you have any thoughts on the total here terrell i'll i'll go over I like the over in this one. Okay, yeah, I like the over two seventeen because I think that the Nick, the next three point shooting is going to be hot. The Knicks are just cannot guard the yeah. three the three ball this year, and they extremely struggle. They especially struggle against the shooting guard position, and now you're going up against Patty Mills and Seth Curry. Yeah, so I hundred percent think one of those guys is going to get off. I hundred percent one of those guys is going to get into the twenty twenty five plus point range easily. You know, mm-hmm. five made three something like that. Yeah, and. You know, I look at Andre Drummond, who was averaging 4.8 points and 4.7 rebounds against the Knicks in 32 games. 32 games. He's averaging a 14 and 14, 32 games against the Knicks. So, yes, I do, like you said, I do like Andre Drummond to go off as well. This, he, he had his, I believe, I don't know if it's still here, but his career high in rebounds is against the Knicks. Did you know that? I did not know that. His That's... career high, 26 rebounds. 26 rebounds when he was against the Pistons. I'm pretty sure he hasn't topped that again, but he's had 33 and 23 against mm-hmm. the Knicks. Yeah. You know, 25 with the, he's had 25 rebounds against the Knicks against when he was with the, uh, who is it? The 76ers. Yep. And he has 16 and 18 when he was with the Lakers. It doesn't matter what Jersey Andre Drummond has. He just gets off against the Knicks. He really does. So I'm on Andre Drummond tonight. I'm yeah. on the over. If I had to play something, I'm on the over. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of threes by shooting guards for the Nets. And I ultimately, I think the, net, the Nets are going to stay in this game, if not win this game outright. So, 
I don't that, hate it. I, I don't like I probably have a same game. Uh, build your own bet. One yep. of those win bets, build your own bets. I'll probably do that for this game. And I'll just take Andre Drummond up as high as I can take him on his rebounding because obviously he just finds the ball whenever it comes off the rim for the for the Nets. I mean, against the Knicks. Yeah, I was just looking at his game log. Uh, I think he has a career of 88-plus games with at least 20 rebounds, which is absolutely absurd for at least a guy like uh, Andre Drummond. We're not surprised about that at at all. Um, Let's move on to the next game here for the night, Terrell. We have the Washington Wizards headed to Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Pacers opened up as a pick. They have now moved to a one-point favorite. Starting to also see some picks as well, so definitely shop around for the best number. Um, the total opened up at 224. That number's all the way up to 225 and a half. Check the injury report for both of these teams. Not one yet submitted for the Indiana Pacers as they played last night against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, for the Washington Wizards, uh, KP is going to be out for this game. Um, Daniel Gafford is also out for this game. And Rui Achimura is also questionable for this game with a right ankle sprain. Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus one for the Indiana Pacers hosting the Washington Wizards. Uh, let me quickly check the ATS numbers on back-to-back situations for the Indiana Pacers. They are six and three against the spread and four and five uh, to the over. Uh, I believe these two teams did recently match up. I believe it was on Monday. Let me double check that here. Um, let's see. No, I'm mistaken. Uh, but Let's start with the side here. Minus one for the Pacers hosting the Wizards. Hmm. Now, this line is interesting. Because who do you think has been playing better recently? Washington. Yeah. And they are a winner, and they are a dog. This Pacers defense has been atrocious. Absolutely terrible. I would automatically bet the over. I don't care what the number is. I would bet the over. But the Pacers have blown leads, like absolutely blown leads. And I I don't think they have a win this whole month. No, you're correct. They're on a seven-game losing streak. So what is what is the thought that – you need to bet Pacers. Where, where where is it that the Pacers? What what just gives you the inkling that the Pacers are going to win this game? This line kind of smells. It smells to me. If I was making this line, I'd probably do two and a half, maybe three for Washington. Mm-hmm. Keep it inside possessions. I'm not going to disrespect the Pacers that much. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton has been absolutely balling since getting there with them. Hmm. I'm gonna lean Pacers here. Okay. I'm leaning paces here. I think they still I think they still got a solid, you know, a solid cast. It's not showing up to any wins, but they've been in a lot of these games. They only lost to the Bucks last night by nine. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty that's pretty good. Buddy yeah. Hield had thirty six in that game. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they're a team full of complete trash. Mm-hmm. But they definitely, definitely, definitely gonna need some help. The Wizards are going to have to piss this game away. They are. So what? Is, so what was Quiz Darkstar's status? Is he going to be out? Is that uh, final? 
yesterday he was out with a sore left toe. Let me see if there's an updated status on him for today. Um, yeah, so he says he won't play Tuesday, or this is the from three days ago. He said it won't play against Tuesday against the Bucks or Wednesday against the Wizards after exiting Sunday's game against Minnesota. So he will be okay, out. So he's, yeah, so he's done. All right. Yeah. But you still have, I mean, they still have guards off of the bench. It's just who's going to be, are they going to get help contributing scoring from those guys? Like like you said, Buddy Hill, 36 last night, 17 for Halliburton. They need somebody else to help with the scoring because as great as Buddy Hill. It's going to be all Kyle Kuzma. It's all Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. You're oh, talking for, for the Pacers. Yeah. For the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. And he, he's averaging 20. <laughs> like, he's averaging 20 with the team, so. It's not bad. It's not bad. But on the other side of the ball, it's going to be all Kyle Kuzma. It really is. It's yeah. going to be all Kyle Kuzma. And it's and if the Pacers are going to be in this game, they're going to have to take away KCP. Don't let KCP have a really good game. Everybody else is kind of up and down. I'm not really too worried. But KCP is streaky. And if this is a bad KCP game, then it can be really ugly for the Wizards. So I'll take the Pacers in this spot. I think they have I think they have a little bit more options that can consistently score between a Buddy Hill, a Tyrese Halliburton, and um, – so hell, Lance Stevenson's been giving him damn near ten points off the bench. It yeah. feels like. So he's been he's been contributing. I really really do like the forward Jalen Smith. Is mm-hmm. it Jalen Smith? Yeah. From coming over from the Suns, I really really do like him. I think he's a good add. I I might take his rebounding prop tonight. I think he can dominate on the board tonight against the against the Wizards. It'd probably be you know a good little battle between him and Kyle Kuzma down there for board. So I like him tonight. And then you got Kiefer Sykes, who is an absolute flamethrower. And if he gets going, then it's going to be really, really long night for the Wizards. Now, the Wizards are a slightly better defensive team, so I'm worried about that. Yeah. Concerned about that. But this line smells. This line just smells to me. I don't I don't like it. And for that, because All-Star is coming up, and I really don't know what to expect, I'm going to take the Pacers. Yeah, you would think, like, the books would make the Wizards a a, a – bigger favorite in this game or even make them a favorite because Indiana, like I mentioned, uh, right down there as far as defense, one of the worst, if not the worst, over the last five games, and they've been given up 120-plus per contest. Um, their defensive rating is number 29 with the Rockets down there, like I mentioned. So, um, yeah, you're right. I think this line does kind of stink a little bit, but offensively, they've been decent, right? They're not rating, even though it's minus 11.2, the other two teams down there, as far as defense, are the Detroit Pistons who are at minus 19.1 for their net rating and the Rockets minus 20 and a half. So if they find a way to play a little bit of defense tonight or they can get some scoring contributions from their bench outside of Buddy Heald and Tyrese Halliburton, I think they have a good shot to win this game as well. Um, and like I mentioned on back-to-back situations this season, um, I know it's a new team with all the trades and everything, but they are 6-3 and three against the spread on back-to-back nights. So... Um, I will probably stay away from this game, but since we do pick every single game, I will lean with the Pacers as well. Like uh, you hit it hundred percent throughout that this line does smell in Washington, even if they do flip to a favorite, they are one and seven as road favorites so far this season. Um, I'm not sure that they're going to have enough firepower uh, to keep the scoring going. So yeah, let's go with the Pacers here as well. Um, any thoughts on the total thing is over or nothing, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Can't yeah. really. 
I, I went. I'm not really feeling the total. You you kind of just tell me, and I'll tell you know you're the totals guy. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not really feeling it. Maybe I don't know how. No, because Washington kind of starts slow, so I don't even know if I would get on the first half total. I don't know. Yeah, let me see if there is a first half total out for this game yet. But um, let's see. Uh, first half total right now is at 115 and a half. I, I want to take the over just because the Pacers defense hasn't been good. I just feel like it's going to be an up and down game with, you know, guys just jacking up shots and, and zero defense. But if Pacers want to win this game, they're going to have to play a little bit of defense. This might end up like a, I don't know, 110, 112 type of game maybe for the Pacers. But I'll lean towards the over. Not going to have the official play on it, so I'll dig into a little more. But I would lean towards the over in this game. Uh, let's get to the next game, Terrell. We have the Detroit Pistons. Headed to Beantown to take on the Boston Celtics. But the Celtics opened up as a 12 and a half point favorite. That number is holding steady right there at 12 and a half. Total opened up at 214. That number has ticked up to 215 and a half. Uh, let's start with the injury report here for these teams. Uh, for the Detroit Pistons, we do not have Frank Jackson, like we mentioned on Monday, but everybody else is a go. Kate is a go. Um, Saban Lee is out for this game. He's on assignment for the Boston Celtics last night, coming off an absolute thrashing of the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, 135-87. No starter except for Jason Tatum played more than 30 minutes. Uh, Tatum was exactly at 30 minutes. I don't think any starter played in that fourth quarter because they didn't have a need to. So rest may not be too much of a concern here, Terrell, but let's see on back-to-back situations so far this season. Boston, 5-4-1 and one against the spread, 7-3 and three towards the over. Uh, this team is starting to cook a little bit here, Terrell, but are they going to be able to cover this 12.5 number here tonight against the Denver – or sorry, Denver, for, against the De- Detroit Pistons? I don't know why I would – why I would bet them to. So if they don't beat the shit out of the – 76ers last night. Is this line at 12 and a half? I'll probably, I mean, just a couple, probably they just 10, played I a think. couple weeks ago and it was at 10. Yeah. yeah just a couple, they just played a couple weeks ago and it was at 10 yeah. and they didn't even cover that 10 on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, they're at home now. And I guess that's a little bit of an uptick, but. And also they've won the like nine well. in a row as well. Right. I think that may be being accounted for in the line. And like you mentioned, because of the yes, they had and- last night. And I'm just going to fade the spot. They've won nine in a row. They've won nine in a row. They're at home. The All-Star, this is the last game before the All-Star break. Why are you getting up for this game? What is making you, what is what is going to make you get up for this game? You literally, you're playing the Pistons, one of the worst teams in the East. There's nothing to get up for. There's there's no reason to get up for this game and to go out here and just complete, completely apply pressure. And if the Pistons decide that they want to play basketball today, then, oh, well, well, you're screwed on this line. This line just feels overly inflated. I don't know why I would take 12 and a half with this Boston team going into the All-Star break after they just thrashed in a game where they shot 55% from both the field and from three and held the 76ers to 25% from three and 28% from the field. This is the ultimate letdown spot against a bitter rival that they just played in. They went on the road and got an impressive win, and now closing the gap on them for the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. So they're so closing the gap. Absolutely, I'm not. 
I'm 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 not I'm not for it. I'm not for it. I don't I don't trust Boston to cover twelve and a half in a spot that really doesn't matter. Like it really, really doesn't matter. This is the last place team in the East. And you have players that are going into the all going to play in the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm I don't I think that they cruise they cruise in this one. They kind of, you know, get up for it a little bit. And once Detroit starts chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, it's no it's no real effort to getting over this line. This is probably a nine, ten point win, maybe bad beat territory, but I, I trust them to win. I don't think Detroit is gonna come into the road and win this game, but twelve and a half just feels like a lot. It really does. Yeah, last night, like you mentioned, against Philadelphia, 25 of 45 from three-point line. They set a franchise record uh, for three-point shots, and you're right. This seems like a letdown spot. Um, and also, no, I don't think Marcus Smart will play in this game because he did leave last night with an uh, ankle sprain um, for the Boston Celtics. So expect uh, probably Peyton Pritchard to step into that starting lineup or probably Derek White to step into that starting lineup for Marcus Smart. Um, yeah... I think this is a game where they won't probably want to get the victory and probably won't be in blowout fashion. You know, kind of like Atlanta, hey, let's pile up these wins of the Eastern Conference where the the seating is tight, get the victory, get out of here, get into the All-Star break, and then come out of the All-Star break, you know, with, with the schedule in front of us. So, you know, uh, yeah, I wish this number was under 10, like you mentioned. I think that 12 and a half is starting to move towards 13 a little bit. Um, not... I, and I'm not impressed by the 76ers win, by the way. So people, yeah, I wasn't either. You, I'm not. I'm not impressed. You, you're playing the 76ers without James Harden, without Seth Curry, without Andre Drummond. They no offense, pretty much. <laughs> like the you're, yeah. they're, like they're, they don't have. They it's like they traded. They just gave away Seth Curry and Andre Drummond because they don't have James Harden playing right now. Yeah. So you got a, a bad night by JoJo. And then you have everybody else who is what questionable at best. I'm not, no, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about that win. I think that if you're putting too much stock into that blowout, it's a little bit inflated. I don't think Philly is a good, is a good team right now. They need James Harden to get back into that lineup to, Mm -hmm. you know, help appease what they lost in the scoring that they lost in Seth Curry and, you know, the effort and, that and the piece that they got in Andre Drummond. So, yeah, I'm not. Yes, the Celtics are on one street. Yes, the Celtics are covering a, few, a bunch of games. Are they in auto fade? No, I wouldn't say they're in auto fade, but this is not a spot that I'm going to take them. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, if you kind of take a look at the competition that they played as well, or this, uh, or sorry, their winning streak. I mean, Pelicans before the trade deadline. I think Miami, they caught them when I think they probably didn't have Jimmy Butler in that game. They beat Charlotte, Detroit again. Oh, they beat Orlando, Brooklyn, Denver. I mean, now world beaters here, right? So um, I think that Detroit can possibly keep it within this number as well. Uh, I would lean towards Detroit getting the points here, plus 12 and a half. Um, again, you're, that shooting is going to regress from last night. There's no way they're going to come out and put up 20 plus three-point shots again against its Detroit team. So let's go plus 12 and a half here. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right. Let's move on to the next game of the night. We have the Sacramento Kings headed to Chicago to take on the Bulls, where the Bulls opened up as a five and a half point favorite. 
Uh, that number has ticked down to minus five. Still see some minus five and a halves. Total opened up at 233 and a half. That number is ticked down to 233, 232 and a half. Uh, let's check the injury report for both of the squads. Um, let's see. For the Chicago Bulls, the usual suspects are out. Lonzo Ball, AC. Uh, Zach Levine is also out for this game with the left knee uh, injury management. Um, for the Sacramento Kings, Terrence Davis will continue to be out, and Jeremy Lamb is questionable. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Minus five for the Chicago Bulls hosting the Sacramento Kings. Hmm. This could be tricky because I feel like there's a little stock in the Kings losing to the Nets. But this is Chicago at home. And I'm still getting DeMar DeRozan in the fourth quarter, man. The guys, even if the Kings, even if the Kings have a lead, somehow have a lead going into the fourth, I'm getting DeMar DeRozan in the fourth quarter, man. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Man had 19 like the other game. Yeah. 19 against the Spurs in the fourth quarter to bring them into a win and cover. After and the first begin, he begun that game started with two points. He started majority of that game with mm-hmm. two points before yeah. going to the bench. And then next thing I know, I'm and I'm I'm watching the game. Next thing I know, I'm like, oh, all right, all right, oh, what he's got twelve already? Yeah. Oh, and then comes has nineteen in the fourth. Is it's incredible what Demar Derozan is doing? He's playing himself into an MVP conversation. Is he going to win? I doubt it, but he's playing himself into the conversation. He's definitely going to get votes. He, he's going to get at least one or two first place votes. And that means as, a yeah. lot. It really does. As well, he should, yeah. He's going to, yeah, he's going to get one or two first place votes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, getting into two possessions, you have the Sacramento Kings who still can't do anything on the interior, cannot guard anything on the interior. Sabonis didn't help that at all. They still can't guard anything on the interior. And with, you know, DeMar DeRozan that can go get his shot. Vucevic is probably who I'm looking forward to have a good game here. Yep. I think that this can be, you know, like a 20 and 10 game for him. Yep. I'm, 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 I'm going to play the Bulls here. I, I, I'm going to take the Bulls. I think the Bulls have a lot more to play for. They're trying to just run and rack up wins any way they can. It's a non, another non-conference road spot for the Sacramento Kings. This this feels like this just feels like all right. Let's get a win. Let's get above Miami and let's go into the All Star break. Yeah. Um, so let me start with the non conference stats here, and this is a win loss straight up. Uh, Chicago is fourteen and eight straight up against non conference opponents. Sacramento seven and fifteen, thirty around thirty two percent straight up against non-conference opponents, uh, against the spread. I believe Chicago, what I saw was around 50. Yeah, they're 57%, 12-9-1 Sacramento, 10-12 and 12 against the spread, uh, against non-conference opponents at 45.5%. Um, you hit the nail on the head about Chicago. You know, they're at home. They know that, hey, the Eastern Conference is tight. A lot of teams know that this Eastern Conference is tight and they have to get the Ws right. And I think this is probably another good money line parlay piece to maybe attach with the Atlanta Hawks here tonight. But Chicago at home so far this season, 20 and 10 against the spread. They are 16 and 7 as home favorites. 
And again, I think this is a game where just DeMar DeRozan does DeMar DeRozan things again. And I know like he has been over the entire month. The book adjusted by one point for DeMar DeRozan's uh, point total. It's at 32 and a half, but I still think that it's going to go over. Wouldn't be surprised if he drops another 40-point piece here tonight against the Sacramento Kings. And you took the words right out of him out that I think Vucevic has another big game here tonight. So I'm taking a look at his points and uh, rebounds um, for tonight against this lack of interior defense for the Sacramento Kings, where the Sacramento Kings uh, interior defense against that center position over the last seven games, they're allowing 30.7%. Uh, sorry, 30.7 points uh, to that position, 57% from the field goal percentage, and then uh, 13.7 rebounds. So expect Vucevic to have a big night like you just mentioned, Terrell. So I like Chicago here. I'm going to parlay that money line piece with the Atlanta Hawks here tonight. Um, far as the total, I, I do like the over. Chicago defensively hasn't been the greatest, especially not having their two best defenders. But offensively, again, an absolute juggernaut. Uh, they've been, let me see, I wrote, so wrote some notes down here. Give me one second for this game. Um, where'd it go? Yeah, so Bulls overall turned the over 31 and 25. Kings are 15 and 11 and 1 on the over. On the road this season, Bulls are allowing or scoring 121 points over their last five games, and Kings are giving up a close to 114 per game over the last five. So uh, I will go with the over as well in this game, Terrell. Any thoughts on that? Mm, yeah, I, I like the over. I like the over because I, I do think this is a big DeMar DeRozan game. It's going to have to be because Zach's not playing. Yeah. And so he's going to have to, he's going to have to, you know, take on a lot of that scoring. He and Vucevic are going to have to step up. I think Kobe White can come in and have a really good scoring day for them as well. Yeah, 100% I agree. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the San Antonio Spurs headed to Oklahoma City where the Spurs opened up as a six and a half point road favorite here. That number is all the way up to minus eight and a half. Now total is at two eighteen and a half. Take down to two eighteen. checking the injury report for both of these teams for the OKC thunder. Lou Dort is going to be out for this game. We know about Shea. Uh, Ty Jerome is also out for this game. Mike Scala is out for this game. Kenrich Williams is also out for this game. For the Spurs, uh, everybody is a go. Um, Trey Jones is the only one that is questionable for the San Antonio Spurs. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. The Sacramento, sorry, Sacramento, the San Antonio Spurs, eight and a half point favorite in OKC tonight. I want to take it. I'm going to take it. The Spurs have been playing good basketball recently. They bought, they definitely have some some rough losses. That loss to the Spurs to the Bulls in the fourth quarter was, you know, heartbreaking. And mm -hmm. they took a tough loss at Cleveland earlier earlier on in the month. But the Spurs are playing the Spurs are playing well. They are. They're playing good basketball. They're getting after it as much as they can defensively. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that they're all world defensively, but they're you can watch when you're watching the games, they're not giving up the effort. They're just, the other teams are just scoring, but they're not giving up the effort. And mm -hmm. an OKC team that just dropped 127 uncharacteristically in overtime, I'm not really what looking to get back on that the next day. This possibly could be something that changed my mind. I'm no, I'm not on like locked into the Spurs. I could absolutely change my mind here, but. I think the Spurs have been playing well enough to go ahead and catch OKC in a letdown spot. 
So I'll take the Spurs play, and I'll lay the points with them on the road. I have a more of a lean to the under. I like the under in this game. I think that's your better bet, and that would be my best bet for this game. But if I had to pick a spot, I'd just go ahead and pick the Spurs. Yeah, the Thunder starting projected starting lineup tonight is Josh Giddy, Trey Mann, Aaron Wiggins, Darius Baisley, and Isaiah Roby. Um, obviously, we mentioned no Lou Dort, no SGA as well. Um, yeah, I think you hit you 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 said it the best that this is probably a letdown spot after coming off that huge overtime victory in New York City in Madison Square Garden. Josh Giddy even tra- tweeted out that hey, I love playing in Madison Square Garden, where he came off of that triple double. Um, but I think the talent right now, as far as this game, is superior for the San Antonio Spurs, where they have obviously Dejounte Murray and you know Kelvin Johnson and and Devin Vassell and Lonnie Walker coming off of the bench for them. So um, I think the 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 money is coming in, like we mentioned, on the Spurs here tonight. I think that this, this should have easily a ten point victory in this game against the OKC Thunder. Um, kind of looking at the stats. Offensive efficiency for both these squads over the last five games, San Antonio Spurs are number eight in the entire league, a net rating of 5.8 plus 5.8. And for the OKC Thunder, they are number 29 out of 30 teams offensively at 101 with a minus 8.2 net rating. And then defensively, like you mentioned, kind of going towards your under bet, both of these teams are almost in top 10 in defensive rating. OKC Thunder, mm-hmm. 109.2, and the San Antonio Spurs are at 111.4. Spurs are ranked 11, and OKC right there in the top 10 at number 9. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting where the kind of scoring comes from tonight for the uh, OKC Thunder. Uh, this number of the total right now I mentioned was at 218. So maybe looking at, I don't know, like a 109, 102 victory around that range for the San Antonio Spurs. But yeah, leaning towards the Spurs here as well in this game. I uh, think they might be a little outclassed. That number has now moved down to seven and a half. So um, maybe a little bit of money coming on OKC, but I think the Spurs get the job here done tonight. Anything else, Terrell, for this game? Yeah, I think DeJounte Murray gets back on the triple-double wave. Triple-doubles, oh, yeah. Spurs win. Plus 280, I see around plus 300 range in most places. About two plus 200 for just a triple-double. I think that's that's fair. I think that's a reasonable bet to make. So I like I like DeJounte Murray to go ahead and maybe a play on his points, rebounds, and assists as well. Yeah, this is the second game between these two squads. They played all the way back on November 7th. DeJounte Murray in that game in 35 minutes, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, close to a triple-double. And then they also recently played... Uh, on January 19th, where he did, in fact, have a triple-double in that game, 23 points, 10 rebounds, and 14 assists. So, um, yeah, I love that call by you, Terrell. Uh, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Portland Trail Blazers headed to Memphis to take on the Grizzlies, where the Grizzlies opened up as a 12-point favorite in this game. That number has come down to minus 11.5. Uh, total opened up at 227.5. That number's up to around, starting to see 229s pop up. Um, let me check the injury report for both of these teams for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, where did they go? Let me see. Uh, Eric Bledsoe is out. We know about Damian Lillard. We know about Nasir Little. Dennis Smith Jr. is also going to be out for them. For the Memphis Grizzlies, they did play last night. No John Morant in that game, so definitely keep an eye out. Maybe they held him out um, to play in this game tonight or maybe just get him some extra rest as he goes into the All-Star break. 
So definitely keep in mind the Ja Morant news for them. But like I mentioned, the Memphis Grizzlies did get a victory last night in New Orleans. I believe it was 121 to 109 in that game. Yeah, uh, they got the win and the cover without Ja Morant, but they are now hosting the Portland Trailblazers in this game tonight, Terrell. Minus, let's call it 12 for the Memphis Grizzlies. What are you thinking? I'm not really worried about John Morant being out because Memphis plays so well without him. And that's what's killing John Morant in the MVP conversation because Memphis plays so well without him. Yeah. They play really, really well. There's some, it's some, I don't even know what the number is at this point. I think it's like some. 11 and four, maybe even better. I know at one point it was 10 and two. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is now, but I know at one point it was 10 and two without John Morant. So I'm not even, I can't even sit here and really say that he's going, like they're not going to be able to play ball without him because they find ways to win games with them. Now, when you get to the 11 and a half spread, it's a lot. It is, especially with the Portland team that has nothing to lose. They're just going out there and playing ball, honestly. They're coming off three straight wins after getting thrashed at home by the Magic. I'm not really – I'm not ready to get back on the wave. And if this was a home game, I would probably take the points with Portland. But – this is still Portland. They're still on the road, and they're nine and seventeen ATS on the road. Yeah, I'm not really, I'm not willing to back that against the Memphis team who is coming off a of back to back, but we just know is to be one of the top three teams in the West. We know that for a fact. Even without John Morant, they're still they probably would still be a playoff team without John Morant, a solid playoff team. I'm not talking about playing game. They're probably still a five or six seed in the, in the West without. John Moran. That's just how this team is playing. Mm. So I'm going to back Memphis here. I'll, I'll lay the points with Memphis. It's a little bit of a large number, slightly larger than I would have anticipated for this game, especially with no John Morant. And maybe that this is baked into the line. So maybe you wait and wait for John Morant to be announced out, officially announced out. Because yeah. the line is going to go down. When, once he's officially announced out, this line is going to go down. And then guess what? If the line goes up, that means that the odds are in your favor because why would the line ever go out and Ja is announced out? That's automatic. That's a tell. That is a tell. That's saying, hey, you should really, you should really bet on the Grizzlies here. This line is going up and Ja Morant was announced out. So I would wait for Ja Morant news because whatever happens is going to make me feel more confident taking the Grizzlies today. Yeah, I think that we you know regardless with or without John Moran here tonight, I think that they should take care of business against this Portland team. I mean, yeah, they came off the victory against what was it the um, the Bucks the other night, uh, where they just absolutely shot the ball real well in that game. Uh, that by Anthony Simons uh, in that game, they won one twenty two one hundred seven, um, eighteen of forty three from three point land, close to forty two percent. Um, Memphis, like I've mentioned, and I, I was talking about this yesterday, is that Memphis Grizzlies are a really good three-point defending team. Um, they, I think they were ranked number six over the last five games defending the three-point line, and I think that's what really the, the Portland Trailblazers do is shoot up a lot of threes and hope that they go in. And uh, the Memphis Grizzlies right now 
are holding uh, their opponents to only 10.6 makes per game, which is ranked number fourth over the last five games, entire league Uh, teams are, they're getting up the shots, but they're not making them, which tells me they're doing a great job of closing out. They also are number three in entire league and opponent three point percentage uh, over the last five games at 28.6. So, and again, this offense with or without John Moran, like you mentioned, Terrell, they are leading it. They are number one in most statistical categories on offense. Number one in points per game, offensive rating over the last five games, number one. Net rating, they are number three. So they're playing great basketball right now. Um, and I know that's a trend that I don't want to get in front of, especially with them being at home uh, tonight against the Portland Trailblazers, where you did also mention that this Portland Trailblazers team, 9-17 and 17 against spread on the road. Memphis 18 and 11 against the spread at home, seven and three on back-to-back situation. So I agree with you. Let's go with Memphis here in blowout fashion, um, getting that momentum going into the all-star break um, in the Western conference. Any thoughts on the total here? I think you got to continue playing the Memphis Grizzlies team total here. Yeah. It, probably a team total more than a, uh, overall. Yeah. Let me see if I can quickly pull up that number before we get over to the next game. Uh, 120 and a half, but again, like I said, they're averaging close to 100 and 121 points per game. They're, the they're five first in the league in points per game. First yeah. in the league. Yeah, like I said, like everything, they're offensively like they're first. So and that has been without John Rand for a lot of the season, especially last night. Again, they put up 120. So uh, let's take the over in the Memphis Grizzly team total here as well against the Portland Trail Blazers. Um, let's get over to the next game of the night, Terrell. Four games left on the schedule. We have the Toronto Raptors headed to Minnesota. The take on the Timberwolves, where the Minnesota Timberwolves opened up as a one-point favorite. That line has now flipped to the Toronto Raptors being favored by minus one and a half. Starting to see some minus two pop up. Total opened up at 230 and a half. That number has come down to 228, 227 and a half. Checking the injury report for the Toronto Raptors in this game. Um, they are, uh, let's see, Fred Van Vliet is questionable with right knee soreness. Uh, Minnesota did play last night in overtime against the uh, Charlotte Hornets where they won that game 126-120. Definitely a huge rest advantage here for the Toronto Raptors. On back-to-back situations for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are three and five against the spread and six and two to the over. So, Terrell, let's start with the side here first. Toronto now favored by let's call it minus one and a half in this game over the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, I'm on Toronto here. Okay, I'm on Toronto here. It's one of those spots where Toronto's lost the last two, Minnesota's won the last two, and Toronto's now favored. Just kind of a little bit of a rule there. Um, shout out to a man, Hakeem Prophet, put me on that. And it's been cashing when I played it. I'm going to play it now and see if we can keep going. I think I'm concerned about Cat. Cat is unstoppable. But at the end of the day, this Toronto team is really good defensively, and they found ways to stop big men before. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really too, too concerned about that. Pascal Siakam is playing out, out of his mind right now. If Fred Van Fleet goes in this game, it's going to be a struggle for the guards of the Minnesota Timberwolves, even Pat Bev to keep Fred Van Fleet not only not engaged from the three-point line, but from getting his fellow teammates the ball and getting them moves in space. I really do like that front five for the Toronto Raptors, and it just seems like this is the perfect get-up spot after losing the last two to go ahead and get a win before you're going into the All-Star break. So I'm concerned. 
I'll wait to see what Fred Van Fleet is doing before I actually bet it, but this is a game I'm considering and betting. I really do like Toronto in this spot. I think this is one that they can get up for and then get a W. Yeah, uh, sorry, I should have mentioned that Anthony Edwards left the game last night um, against the Charlotte Hornets and did not return due to a sprained right ankle. So I'm, I'm doubtful that he doesn't play tonight. He's especially probably on, out. Yeah, being on a back-to-back and not returning, I think that's a key sign that he's not going to be playing in this game. So um, it does concern me that, again, they did go into overtime last night. Carl Anthony Towns played 42 minutes. D'Lo had 37 minutes. Uh, Bev played 36 minutes. Vanderbilt, 38 minutes. So... You know, a lot of minutes played last night, especially, again, being in overtime. Um, I think even without Fred Van Vliet here tonight, with or without him, I think that, you know, you're right that Toronto should take care of business here. Um, I was trying to quickly put up the non-conference numbers uh, for these two squads. Toronto, let's see, in non-conference game, uh, not much there, 10-10-1. Minnesota, right there, 9-10-1 in non-conference games. Um, let me see their win-loss record because this is a short spread here. Non-conference games for Toronto straight up. They are 10 and 11, same thing. And then for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they're slightly better at 11 and 9. But again, without Anthony Edwards and that scoring power, um, that might you know take a toll tonight for the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, yeah, I hate to agree. I mean, I feel like we've been agreeing on every single game here. Toronto, again, with the rest advantage, I do like the spot here for them before they get into the all-star break. Any thoughts on the total here, Terrell? Not really. Not really. Toronto's found ways to shut people down, but when when other teams score, Toronto's also found a way to score. Yeah. Outside of playing the Pelicans, I think that this is a spot where they're just going to turn it around. They're going to turn around and get more scoring. So maybe we'll go with the over. All right. Let's get over to the next game of the night. Three games left. We have the Houston Rockets headed to Phoenix to take on the Suns, where the Suns opened up as a, let's see, just went off on my screen, 15.5-point favorite. Uh, that number is still hovering around minus 15, minus 15.5. Total opened up at 234. Uh, right there, still 234. Let's check the injury report for the Houston Rockets. Uh, they are pretty much healthy. They have everybody uh, going tonight. Phoenix did play last night against the Clippers where they did get the victory of 103 to 96, got the victory uh, outright, but did not cover the spread. Now you have the Houston Rockets coming in, the worst defense in the entire league over the last five games, and quickly on back-to-back situations for the Phoenix Suns. Um, not much there, 4-4 four and four against the spread and 4-4 four and four on the total. So, Terrell, let's start with the side here, man. Minus 15.5 for the Phoenix Suns hosting the Houston Rockets. Hmm. This is another one where it's a big number. It is, and I'm not certain how. Yes, the Suns have been covering and covering like well, you know, they they've been beating shit out of people for the most part. Yeah, they really have. But I don't even know if everybody plays for the Suns in this game. Just like does Chris Ball play going into the All Star break? If he does, how many minutes does he get? Do they get up and then they sit people waiting for you know for the All Star break? Yeah. This Houston team just got the crap beat out of them against the Jazz. They took a sizable L against the Rock against the Raptors at home as well, mm-hmm. and even to the Pelicans. So they're and yeah, they took two pretty big L's to the Pelicans and to the Spurs. 
All that after getting a win against the Cavs. So I understand why this is at 15 and a half. I'm going to face something. Something in my gut just tells me don't take, don't lay the points with the Suns tonight. Even though they're, you know, they're coming off back to back. The Clippers were in that game a little bit. It's a little, you know, it's a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. Something's telling me don't, don't take this later points with the Suns tonight. I really don't know why, but I'm just feeling, I'm just not feeling later points with the Suns tonight. I don't know how much the starters are going to be into this game and how much is going to be going on. In that aspect, they could get up and then just be like, all right, we're resting stars. We're starting our all-star break early. Yeah. You know, you're you're 47 and 10. So I did the same thing with Boston and fading Boston and getting up for this game. I'm going to do the same thing with the Suns here and just fade the Suns getting up for this game going into the all-star break. Give me the Rockets and the points. Yeah, I think, you know, last night we take a look at the box where all the starters played at least 30 or more minutes. Chris Paul, 35 minutes. Devin Booker, 36 minutes. The only thing that concerns me, I know this Rockets team, they just defensively, they just do not, like, they don't care right now, and they haven't cared all season. I mean, again, dead last. Defensively, 127.8 rating. Um, And, again, Chris Paul, being the petty guy that he is, He's going to want to give it to this Rockets team for whatever transpired when he was here for that one season. But I think this is going to be a game where I kind of want to wait for the injury report and see who is in and who is out for the uh, Phoenix Suns. But if you do like the Rockets, like Terrell just mentioned, you probably want to pull the trigger now um, because if if either Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, Chris Paul are out for this game, that number is only going to shrink uh, by a couple points here. So um I'll lean with the Suns here uh, before they actually put out their injury report. I want to see the injury report first, but I think this is a game where they just kind of absolutely just thrashed the Houston Rockets, but I won't be betting that just because I had a big number. Again, like we mentioned at the top, that Phoenix Suns do blow out um, lesser competition, and they don't play down to competition. Um, so, I'll, yeah, I'll lean with the, sorry, with the Suns. Probably do like the over in this game as well. Again, worst defense coming in. Don't expect them to play much defense. Phoenix should get whatever they want offensively. And Houston can score enough points to contribute to the over. So, And then, again, five out of the last six games for the Phoenix Suns have gone over the total um, in their last six games. So any thoughts on the total there, Tura? Yeah, if I had to play, I'd play over. All right. Uh, two more games left for the night. Let's start with the Denver Nuggets here uh, headed to California to Take on the Golden State Warriors, where the Warriors opened up as a five-point favorite. That number's up to five and a half. Uh, total opened up at two twenty-four and a half. Um, that number's up to two twenty-five. Checking the injury report for both of these teams for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Monte Morris is questionable for the Golden State Warriors. Everybody is a go. Only person that is out is Andre Iguodala in this game. Terrell, let's start with the. Side here with the Golden State Warriors, let's call it a five and a half favorite over the Denver Nuggets. Let's see. Well, I'm going to start with a total, and I'm just going to go ahead and go back to the Nuggets road first half over. That has been cashing for me at an incredible rate, and I'm just going to keep going with that. That's So that's my auto bet for this game. The Warriors got to get it going. They get, they have to get it going, and they have to start putting wins together. 
not just getting a win and you know they have to start putting wins together they really really do not saying that they're you know in jeopardy of missing the playoffs or anything like that but for the morale of this team going into all-star the second half of the season you got to start putting these wins together and you got to start beating teams that you really should beat I am concerned for this one because I don't know who they're going to – who's going to stop Jokic in this yep. game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the ultimate get-up spot for Jokic. He's playing against the Golden State Warriors. And I'm, I'm not 100% positive who's going to slow him down in this game. I think the Nuggets are going to be – going to get after it, and they're going to want to give it to the Warriors. I feel like everybody's going to want to give it to the Warriors – I think the Nuggets are really going to try to give it to the Warriors tonight. I'm concerned on... I'm not concerned of the Warriors bench, but I'm concerned on who is going to be the person that steps up for the bench because I don't know who that person is going to be. It, it feels like it fluctuates any given night. It can be Gary Payton tonight. It can be Otto Porter the next night. It can be uh, Belinka the, the other night. Mm-hmm. So... Who's who's gonna be that guy to step up? Is it gonna be Jordan Poole? Like who's gonna be that guy to step up and contribute and contribute to the scoring? Because it doesn't seem like the starters are gonna flow completely until Draymond gets back into the lineup. Right. Because you have up and down games from everybody in that starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Every single person in that starting lineup gives you an up and down game. Yep. So I don't know who is going to be that that contributor. Who is going like if I can't get consistent production from the warrior starters who is going to be that person off the bench that's going to contribute and make sure that we go over this number so with that being said i'm going to go with the nuggets plus the points i think that this could be a good game i can see this getting into the fourth quarter being one possession and probably ending around three points in something that in a game that everybody's going to want to see yeah this is the second game of the season between these two squads the first game ended up as an 89 86 victory for the golden state warriors low scoring game but again i think the uh denver nuggets did cover the number in that game uh, let's see if i can quickly find it um golden state yeah golden state was an eight point favorite in that game and uh the denver nuggets covered and actually won that game outright against them 89 86 as a two uh, plus two eighty underdog, uh, I think there's a game where Golden State just wants to get into the All Star break. I, I don't think they're going to want to get up for this game. They're, they, you know, Steph Curry looks like he needs a vacation. He needs some time off. He needs to get some rest. Um, and again, I'm not sure what the status of Draymond Green or where they're going to get him back. But this team really needs Draymond Green to be back um, f- uh, for for this offense, especially and and. Steph Curry just looks tired out there. They've lost three out of the last four games. Um, that that loss against the Clippers really concerns me, especially when they lost that game by 15. They barely beat the Lakers. They lost to New York by two, and then they lost to the uh, Utah Jazz last week by a score of 111 to 85. So I think you hit the handicap of, you know, there's not really going to be somebody that's going to be able to stay in front of Nikola Jokic in this game. And I think that he should have a big rebounding game in this game as well as scoring the points. So we'll probably look at like Nikola Vucevic tonight against the Kings that he should have a big points and rebounding night against this um, Golden State squad. Don't think Kamal Looney is going to be able to stay up with uh, Jokic. So I agree here. I think I 
shockingly, I do like the bench better here for the Denver Nuggets. I mean, they have some guys that come off that bench and they play well. They can score the basketball. Um, and they're playing team great team basketball right now. You got to give a credit to Mike Malone, their head coach of the Denver Nuggets, for what he's been able to do with this team, especially being without Jamal Murray all season and losing Michael Porter Jr. as well. So um, I'll, I'll go with the plus five and a half with the Denver Nuggets as well. Probably leaning uh, full game under, but I do like your angle of that first half over in this game, Terrell. But anything else for this game before we get to the last one of the night? Yeah, no, I changed my mind. I'm going Warriors. Okay. I'm not saying – Nuggets first half Warriors money line, okay, and possibly a cover because I don't I, I don't trust the Nuggets in the second half. I, yeah. I had to, I had to run through I had to run and turn those gears and start thinking that third quarter is going to get very ugly for the Nuggets. It really is. That's probably one of my best bets for the day. Warriors third quarter. If you can bet it early, bet it early. If you want to wait, live bet and watch the game, see how the game's going, and possibly get a really really good number, then. Mm-hmm you know, wait, but I I can't I can't in good faith take this Nuggets team with this short number and how they play in the second half is really it's just not good. It's not good basketball. A lot of the games. Not all the games, but a lot of the games. It's just not good basketball. Yeah, I'll stay with the I'll stay with Denver here. I mean they were able to scrap out that victory against uh Warriors prior to uh, the season or the matchup earlier this season. So um, I know I, I just feel like they might, they'll, they'll be in this game towards the end. Maybe they blow the cover for me at the end of the game, but um, I think they can keep it within, uh, you know, a couple of possessions here as, we, as they get into the fourth quarter. But um, I think first disagreement we have all day long here, Terrell. Uh, let's get to the last game of the night, man. We have your Utah Jazz headed to LA to take on the Lakers, where the Utah Jazz opened up as a four and a half, five and a half point favorite. That number's holding steady at four and a half. Uh, total opened up at 227. That number is now at 226.5. Let's check the injury report for both of these teams for the Los Angeles Lakers. No Avery Bradley, no uh, Carmelo Anthony. Um, Anthony Davis is probable. LeBron James is questionable, but I think those guys are going to go. For the Utah Jazz, only player that's out is Rudy Gay. Uh, they did see the return of Rudy Gobert in their last matchup against the Houston Rockets. So let's start with the side here, Terrell. Utah Jazz favored by four and a half on the road in L.A. against the Lakers. Okay, so I'm going to take them this game, and this is going to be the game that tells me if it's still fade Lakers or not. Okay. I'm going to take the Lakers this game, and this, this is going to be the game that tells me whether to fade Lakers or not. Yeah. I really don't want to take the Lakers because they're playing somebody with a winning record, and that just never goes well with them, mm-hmm. ever. I can't remember the last time that they – First of all, they lose the teams with losing records, but I can't remember the last time they beat a team with a winning record. I actually have to go back and try to. Matter of fact, it was the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. That was the last time they beat a team. Well, it was the okay the Nets, but we know the Nets. We knew what the Nets were at that point in time, so that doesn't really mm-hmm. count. Yeah. So we don't count the Nets. The Utah Jazz is the last time that they beat a team with a winning record. And before that, don't ask me when because I, they just do, they just don't, they don't, they're not, they're really, really not that good. Yeah, really, really not that good. So here we are, and we have this Lakers team that got up for the Golden State Warriors and was very close to the win. That you have to, you have to go in. And you have to make a change at some point in this season. 
change has to come at some point in the season. You cannot continue to play like this and think that you're going to make the playoffs. Because now, guess what? You're getting into the hardest part of your season where you're playing pretty much almost every single night you're playing somebody with a winning record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have the hardest schedule. So it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to absolutely be an uphill battle. Russell Westbrook played okay last game. It wasn't bad. He definitely wasn't the worst player on the court. Absolutely. So no Avery Bradley is going to be a little bit of a concern. I would probably just go ahead and bet the over. That's probably the best bet for this game to just go ahead and take the over because I can't see the Lakers slowing down anyone, but I can see the Lakers getting up and trying not to get embarrassed before the All-Star break again. Rudy Gobert is going to have his hands full of Anthony Davis. He's going to have his hands full of Anthony Davis. That thing, Anthony Davis, one, because Anthony Davis can play him more like a guard. Mm-hmm. And so playing playing him as a guard, being 6'10", is not easy to guard at all, even for one of the best defenders that can guard one through five in the league because Rudy Gobert does pretty good on the pick and roll and being able to come out and, car- and guard on the perimeter. But once they pull, and I'm sure – well, I would pray that they would pull, you know, try to pull Rudy Gobert out the post and have Anthony Davis make some moves, get some guys open, and get some easy baskets around the rim when Rudy Gobert is not over there. Mm-hmm. This could be, you know, fun to watch. Fun to watch and a lot of points being scored and probably a little bit of a back-and-forth game, and it's going to need a superhuman effort by the Lakers to get this win. I'm not going to lie to you. I like the four and a half. I'll take the four and a half. I think this is going to be a close one. I think this, if the Lakers lose, they lose this by two, three points, something stupid in the end, mm-hmm. and just adds another loss to the loss column. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers won this game. I wouldn't. I don't think the Jazz are really, really that good mm-hmm. this year. Jonathan Mitchell came out on Chris Haynes' podcast and just kind of talked to the relationship with Rudy Gobert and it sounds like they have a working relationship where they're not the best of friends, but they know what they want to do and they want to go out there and win. Yeah. And so I am also slightly concerned because they did bring up Shaq and Kobe. I don't know how Shaq and Kobe, who said that those two were like Shaq and Kobe. That's absolutely completely false and not anywhere, anywhere near what Shaq and Kobe were. Mm-hmm. And not so much as for Donovan Mitchell, but everything to do with Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I was perplexed, and I didn't understand who had said that. I really wanted to ask him, like, who, who, who made that reference? Who said that that was a thing? Can you point me to them? Because that's absurd. But however, I'm not 100 percent certain what you're going to get from some of the role players around the Utah Jazz every single every single night. Bogdanovich had a better night against the Houston Rockets, but everybody had a better night against the Houston Rockets. He's been struggling recently. I'm all over the Lakers here. If the Lakers don't get this one, then I know how to attack the second half of the season, and it's just fade them when they're playing teams on a winning record because this should be a game that they win. Yeah, um, for, I haven't really been impressed by the wins that the Utah Jazz have racked up over their little winning streak here of six games. They played, okay, Denver was a good victory, but Brooklyn, New York, they beat Golden State, okay, but then Orlando and Houston. I mean, not not the greatest competition there. I think this, like you mentioned, like this is a game we want to know what the Lakers are going to be about. Is it? It's time for them to put up and shut up. 
And they, guess they what? Were, what? Oh, my bad. No, but all those were at home. All those were at home. Yeah. They're on a four game. They're on a four game losing streak on a route. Yeah. And and now this Lakers team. <sighs> we said it was put up, or I said it was put up or shut up time after that trade deadline. And look, they were competitive in that game against Golden State on Saturday night. They've had three full days off, so rest is not an issue for them. Um and again, you have, like you mentioned, they have the second toughest schedule coming out of the all-star break. If they're going to either climb out of that play in tournament or, or what they want to do with their season. Um, I, I think we're both in agreement that they're probably going to be in that play in tournament. But again, tonight as a home underdog of outside of four points, I do like the Lakers here as well. Um I've bet the Lakers a lot this season. They failed me, I think, two out of three times, uh, at least on the pods when I'm giving out the picks. But I think, again, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you want to get that victory, build some positive momentum going into the All-Star break and coming out of the All-Star break. Let's see what happens. I think that's kind of been the thing for me as we've talked about these games here tonight, kind of building, getting that victory, you're, 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 you 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 have that in the locker room. You you have you got that victory. You have some positive momentum going into the All Star break and coming out of it, right? So I think that tonight, um, it's it's time for you know King James and Anthony Davis to do Anthony Davis things. You nailed the 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 X's and O's in this game. That if you're going to be able to pull Rudy Gobert out towards that three point line or outside that perimeter and make him guard either Anthony Davis or whether it's on a switch on a pick and roll with LeBron James, right? Pull him out from that paint and then attack him from there because at that point, he can't he can't keep up with the quickness of LeBron or even Anthony Davis. Um, so I think that's one of the, something I'm going to be looking out for. And I do agree with you about the over in this game. Uh, probably take a look at Lakers team total in this game as well or even, you know, full game to go over because Utah does have enough guys on the offensive side of the basketball to um, put up points. So... And again, four of the last five games for the Utah Jazz, or sorry, for the Lakers have gone over the total for the Utah Jazz. Um, they were a little bit on the under streak, but I think this is a game where we do see points. So I'll take the Lakers also plus four and a half and also take the over in this game as well. Um, expect big nights from AD and uh, LeBron James here tonight. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, no, I'm good. All right, so that is going to be the schedule for this Wednesday night games in the NBA. Let's take one final break here. We'll come back and then we'll identify our lock and dog for this games tonight. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. There are never enough things to gamble on and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. Best part is now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry, the app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app, and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. Roster brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The Bengals defy the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati betters 
fell one game short unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on PropSwap. PropSwappers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets. Like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on PropSwap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most amount of money for your bets. Hurry and download the free bet the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. And last but not least, the SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break here, uh, let's get into our picks for tonight. Lock and dog, I will kick it off. Um, For my lock, let's go with the... Do I really want to take the Pacers as a lock? That's playing with fire. Um, hmm... Let's go with the Toronto Raptors as my lock minus. Let's go with the money line here. Minus 125 against this Minnesota Timberwolves team. Raptors have the rest advantage here tonight. Again, Minnesota last night played an overtime game against the Charlotte Hornets. Their starters played a lot of minutes. They should be and will be probably without Anthony Davis here tonight um, as he sprained his ankle last night in that game and did not return. And uh, again, this Raptor team has been playing well. They're coming off of an embarrassing loss against the Pelicans, so I expect them to get up against the Minnesota Timberwolves here tonight. So I'm taking the Raptors minus 125 as my lock for my dog here. Um, true, this is going to get tricky. Um, let's go with the Brooklyn Nets. I'll take the Brooklyn Nets here plus the four, plus 150 on the money line. Uh, uh, what you know what. I mentioned earlier what Bruce Brown said. And again, from, from an X's and O standpoint, the New York Knicks have really been struggling defending the three-point line. And when you have guys like Seth Curry and Patty Mills, and they have other guys that can knock down three-point shots, and what Terrell also identified with Andre Drummond, that he should be able to control the glass here tonight for the uh, Brooklyn Nets on that interior and also you know get some easy baskets as well. So this team is probably going to you know play motivated basketball here tonight, even without their stars in this game. So I'll take the Brooklyn Nets plus the four, plus 150 on the money line against the New York Knicks as my dog here tonight. Terrell, what do you got for the people? Oh, man. It's not too, too much I really love about this slate. So, and full transparency, I'm going to be going light, going in all-star. I'm not really too concerned about betting heavy into these games and all-star. I'll be going kind of like, well – relatively light <laughs> yeah for um for my lock i do like the bulls a lot um let's go with 
Mm, Bulls and Memphis, Bulls and Memphis, Bulls and Memphis. I really do like Memphis. I think Memphis, but I don't know. Jaw status, I could probably get that at a lower number. It's probably the best number I'll get for the Bulls. All right, I'll go with Chicago minus five. Okay. I think Chicago I think Chicago can get it done. Playing against Sacramento Kings, non-conference road spot for the Sacramento Kings. Chicago gets up for anybody. doesn't matter who it is. They play Western Conference teams pretty well. DeMar DeRozan's playing like an MVP. I don't expect him to let up going in all-star. I think he, And I think he's going to have to play really, really well. He's going to play really, really well and score. And Vucevic should have a very good game here. So give me the Chicago Bulls. Minus the five. That's my lock. For my dog. When in doubt, just fade Boston Celtics. I mean, I, I don't really like too many dogs on the slate with confidence here. And every single time that I've had a whole bunch of slate with a whole bunch of dogs and I wasn't confident in any of them and mm-hmm. Boston was playing that slate, they lost the game. They just lost the game. So, fuck it. Give me Detroit plus 590. Boston just sleeps, sleepwalks through this game and Detroit somehow comes out with a win. I like the plus 12. So, you know, I'll hedge my bet with the plus 12 and anything I sprinkled on the money line, I'll get back betting the the side. But, yeah, hell. I mean, Jeremy Grant, Kate Cunningham, Sadiq Bay. This is a time to catch one of the best defenses in the NBA slipping right before All-Star when losing and and they don't have a, a huge contributor like Marcus Smart is and what he adds to that team defensively. So, Kate Cunningham's due for a night, too. I feel like Kate Cunningham is due for a night. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I remember Kate Cunningham having a night. So, if Kate Cunningham has a night, and then add that to Marvin Bagley on this team and him getting on the inside because I really don't think Boston has anything for Marvin Bagley. So when he gets into this game, I think he'll add some very, very good minutes off of the bench as well. So, fuck it. Give me Detroit. All right. So for Terrell, lock Bulls minus the five and the dog of the night for Terrell. Pistons, let's call it plus 600 and also on the spread as well, plus 12 and a half. And then just to recap my picks, my lock, Raptors money line minus 125 and the Brooklyn Nets plus 150 uh, going into Madison Square Garden tonight. That is going to be the schedule and our picks for this Wednesday edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Guys, it is that time um, last day to submit your ratings and reviews tonight is the deadline before we pick a winner this week all you have to do is leave us a five-star or up to you but leave us a preferably a five-star review say some nice words say some bad things or whatever you like but hopefully it's good things about us to enter into the drawing for the nba jersey giveaway tonight is the last night so once that clock strikes 12 midnight the contest will be over so make sure to get all that in Tweet us uh, the screenshot of your review at SGPNNBA. Make sure you're also following the account because if you're not following the account, you won't qualify for that free jersey. And also tag me and Terrell in it. You know, we can show you guys some love and, and retweet your um, support for the show. So simple rating, review, screenshot, and tweet it to us at SGPNNBA uh, to enter into that drawing. We'll announce the winner on Friday's podcast. Um, and we'll go from there. So anything else, Terrell, you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, man? No, no, I'm good. 
All right. So follow uh, me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. You can follow Terrell on Instagram and Twitter at ReallyReal underscore underscore. Is that correct, Terrell? Yes. There we go. All right. So we'll, Scott and Terrell will be back tomorrow for the Thursday night games. Till then, make sure to head over to the website. A lot of great stuff happening. Um, oh, crap. We got games tomorrow? Yeah, we do. Thursday. Oh, shit. It shouldn't be that many. Oh. Oh, that's all, okay. It's only five. Damn, I yeah, thought we were only, thought we were done. Oh, I no, thought me yeah. and Scott were just going to get up here and rant for a few. Okay, all right, good. All right, we got some games tomorrow. Well, you only have five. You can rant for a little bit if you want. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, head up to the website sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of great stuff happening with all the sports. USFL, big big stuff happening for that. Uh, check out the podcast uh, for those guys as well. Uh, Till then, let's break these books off tonight, and more importantly, let it ride. Basketball, get it, get it, get me the ball because I'm gonna go get it. Basketball, get it, get it, get me the ball because I'm gonna.